Hi, everybody. This is Julie Schrager, your host of Nothing But Julie. Thanks so much for joining me today on Hump Day Wednesday. Um, I wanted to touch on um, a subject that I know affects a lot of people, certainly um, affects me, and that is sleeplessness, a.k.a. insomnia. Um, I have had trouble sleeping for a long time. Um, it is, uh, something that is hereditary in my family. Uh, my grandma, my mother, now me, I have found it to, I, I, all right. I, I, I don't want to say that it's 100% insomnia because there are times where I definitely can sleep. It depends, believe it or not, on my day, <clears throat> how busy I've been mentally, how busy I've been physically, um, Sometimes if I'm active later at night, for example, I play um, some sports at night. So in doing that, it actually sometimes uh, keeps me more awake the later I play it. <clears throat> so I, I would think that insomnia is, is something that happens um, when... It's all the time, but regardless, um, I I have been dealing with this for a while. I've noticed that since having my son almost twenty five years ago, that I uh, have had trouble sleeping. It's as though as soon as I had my son, <clears throat> I um, it, it, my brain became alerted to every single sound in the house. And I, because I would always be listening for him, uh, crying, getting up, whatever it was. So because of that, I found it difficult to get a really good night's sleep since oh, 25 years ago, almost half my life. Um, for a long time, I did not do anything. I just dealt with it. And I just kind of got fed up with it and decided that I need to do some more research. Um, I did not want to take a sleeping pill. It's very hard for me to take any type of medicine, uh, anything, even for a headache. I will suffer until I can't suffer anymore uh, before I take anything. However, the suffering was really affecting me. Um, it was very, very hard to get up to go to work. Um, I had no motivation to do any activities. It, it got worse with COVID. And as I had mentioned in previous uh, episodes of my podcast, um, I started uh, to, to gain weight and momentum and kind of lost my motivation with working out because I, because of my lack of sleep. And <clears throat> during the day I was tired, didn't have much to do. You would think that I would keep up on exercise, but because <clears throat> I did not have a lot of motivation uh, and I was so tired during the day, I just lost momentum. And I did not like how I look. Right now, I'm on the road to recovery. I'm giving myself a good few more months, you know, to really get back in shape. And, um, but 
I am a night owl also. So what were some of the remedies? Now, these remedies work for me. They might not work for you, but they are just suggestions. Um, I started taking melatonin, which is a naturally occurring chemical in our brain. And uh, <clears throat> I, I took that and it worked, but not 100%. And so I needed an extra push. And I did some more research about how Americans are so uh, low with magnesium and vitamin D. And I live in Florida. So uh, I do get an ample amount of vitamin D. But I did feel uh, to get a mix of vitamin D and magnesium because the vitamin D really helps the magnesium to absorb. So I now take two magnesium pills, one in the morning and one before I go to bed. And that seemed to be the extra push I needed to really help me to not only fall asleep, but to stay asleep. Now, is it 100% for me? No, because I still will wake up during the night. However, I will fall back asleep. And that is the key ingredient. It's very important to... Um, make sure that when you when your brain comes out of REM that you can still fall back asleep. One other thing I did get uh a year ago was my medical marijuana card. Uh and I felt that that was a, another little extra push uh for me to get um, when I just couldn't sleep and I don't <clears throat> take it, um, or do it recreationally. I only do it if I'm finding it a little difficult to sleep or if I get up during the night and, um, it really, the, those three really definitely help the medical marijuana. I brush to the side until, um, until I know, <clears throat> excuse me, I have something caught in my throat, uh, until I, I know I just can't sleep. And so I, on my journey with insomnia, I wanted to find out what exactly is it and, and, and how can I help myself? So we all know what insomnia is. It, 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 they call it a sleep disorder. I don't like that word, but we'll use it. And almost uh, doing, uh, well, I'm sorry, there's about 35% of adults that um, are affected by sleep disorders, mostly um, adults. <clears throat> and obviously it's because of problems either getting to sleep or staying asleep through the night and being able to sleep, you know, as long as you, you can. Um, but if, if you can, it does have serious effects, which can lead to, um, like things that I had being sleepless during the day. Um, and, and when you don't sleep during the day at, at night and you have to get up in the morning, you can get into a car accident, uh, because you're so sleepless. It could really affect so many other, uh, things. It could also affect <clears throat> how well you work the motivation, which I had a lack of. Um, and there are 
causes of it. And sometimes there aren't. Uh, Stress, which we all have and most of us have had over the last year. Um, Anything, any form of stress. Um, And also when you have an irregular sleep schedule, if you don't keep to a particular schedule, um, it definitely can mess up your brain in that you are um, just, your brain doesn't exactly know when to feel tired because um, you're so off with the schedule. Um, I also know that there are some mental health disorders, especially things like anxiety, depression. You can have some some physical illnesses. Uh, pain can affect it. Uh, certain medications, um, neurological issues, <clears throat> and those problems for many people, even <clears throat> a combination of these factors, can start and exacerbate insomnia. Uh, I know I've, I've had a neck issue uh, for the last few years, and there have been times on and off where I have had pain that has kept me up at night. So I understand uh, about the pain issue. But it's not a one-size-fits-all uh, for insomnia. <clears throat> People um, can experience insomnia in different ways. So there are people, not me, <laughs> that have short-term insomnia. And that's that's something that happens, um, you know, for a few months. And s- for some, the, the primary problem is just not being able to fall asleep. And with social media and the advent of m- more technology and smartphones being on, those smartphones really keep our brains going longer. And um, it could really be an issue for some. Um, it, the The problem of falling asleep is is my problem. <clears throat> my problem is also staying asleep, and that's what others can struggle struggle with um, as well. And people who are affected by insomnia, it, it varies significantly. Um, based on the actual cause. So let's talk about the causes, okay? There are, I mean, I'm sure I'm not going to cover everyone because there's a lot of potential causes of insomnia. And and multiple factors, you know, are involved. Um, and it can actually trigger or, or worsen other health conditions, which, which can create like a, a cause and effect for insomnia. But people on a holistic level um, believe that insomnia is is caused by what they call, call a state of hyper arousal. And it can basically disrupt falling asleep or staying asleep. And when we when I talk about um, hyper arousal, that can not only be mental, but it can also be physical. And it could be triggered by a certain circumstance or health issues. But let's talk about stress and insomnia because that I am sure in America is probably number one uh, for why those cannot fall asleep. <clears throat> um, stress can definitely provoke 
um, a reaction in the body and it can pose a huge challenge to, you know, getting good sleep. Um, stress can have anything to do with just life. Uh, stress can have, uh, you know, stress can have a lot to do with, uh, like post-traumatic issues. Um, there's so many, everybody's stress level is different and everybody's, um, way in handling stress is different. There could be so many triggers, um, in reference to stress, uh, but it does have a reaction on the body and it, it not only, <clears throat> excuse me, physically, but, but mentally and, um, traumatic situations can create almost a, a chronic stress and the body's response physically to stress it, it contributes a lot to um, hyper arousal as I as I mentioned earlier um, mental stress can have the same effect and <clears throat> not being able to sleep can itself uh, become a source of stress so you're not only dealing with the the trigger of why you're not sleeping but the not sleeping can cause even more stress and then it just becomes a vicious cycle so when you have this stress the inability to sleep um, adding to it just can make it worse and I know that um there are some people that are more vulnerable to stress uh, that can really affect daily life, including uh, sleeping. You know, they, it's called sleep reactivity, which is kind of tied to other issues affecting uh, sleep and, and uh, mental health, physical and mental health. So that, <clears throat> to me, I believe is the number one reason why people can't sleep, along with a plethora of others. Um, but sleep schedule, I know is really, really, really important in an ideal world, you know, our internal clock, the, the circadian rhythm, um, it, it, it follows a daily pattern like a, of day and night. But in reality, we don't have <clears throat> an exact science with a sleep schedule. Um, and there could be this misalignment of, of our natural, um, internal clock and <clears throat> excuse me. Well, first of all, jet lag, we all know that jet lag, um, can completely mess you up. So if you are a traveler, maybe you've found a way to deal with, um, irregular sleep patterns, but I can't imagine being, uh, jet lag all the time and, and what that would do to your body. Um, I mean, you would be tired during the day and awake during the night. So what about lifestyle? There's definitely a lot of unhealthy habits and, and definitely routines um, that can affect sleep. It's really important, I know, to keep the brain stimulated at least until evening um, by working late, playing video games, other electronic devices, um, and this can definitely affect sleeping issues. Um, napping, I'm all for napping, but if you do it too long and too late, it could definitely throw off your sleep timing. Um, if you sleep in later to make up for lost sleep, it really can confuse the body. That's happened to me. And I noticed the best thing to do is to just kind of push yourself to get up so that you can establish a routine so you're tired 
at night. Um, get out of your bedroom. Using your bedroom um, for certain activities outside of sleep, it could definitely create um, like a mental association between your bed and wakefulness. And it's all, um, it's all in, uh, in a subconscious realm, if you would. Um, so let's talk about caffeine. <coughs> uh, so you all know that caffeine is a stimulant. And it can stay in your system for hours, which, you know, definitely makes it harder to get sleep. So you need to learn to, to stop certain things hours before you go to bed, such as caffeine, uh, nicotine, and, and alcohol. Alcohol is actually a sedative that can make you sleepy, but it can worsen your sleep because it, it can disturb the sleep cycle. So... Also, eating um, a meal before you go to bed, you know, is a no-no. Um, having a little snack before you go to bed is no big deal. But if you eat a heavy meal and even spicy foods, uh, that can have a huge effect. Um, and make and not only can it make it hard for you to digest the food, but it can add to sleep problems when it's consumed late in the evening. Um Many people, aside from that, do have mental health issues like anxiety and, and depression, bipolar. Um, as a matter of fact, 40% of people with insomnia have mental health disorders. And they can incite a, like a negative thought. And, and then you have mental hyper arousal that can kind of disturb your sleep. And then... Uh, which is a lovely side effect of insomnia, it can actually exacerbate your mood and anxiety disorders. That's happened to me when I haven't gotten a good night's sleep. All of a sudden, I would get like this burst of anxiety and I obviously put two and two together and realized that this is really affecting me um, in a very negative way. And, and honestly, the symptoms can not only become worse for those affected by mental health issues, but it can increase the risk of suicide in some people with depression. So getting this insomnia under control or as under control as we can is key. Um, I, I know that almost any condition that, that can cause pain can disrupt sleep, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but also when we dwell on this, um, it can definitely increase the, sh the stress and the sleep problems. Um, there's, there's people that are, are ill or they have an underlying cause of insomnia. And that I'm discussing is, is pain. You can have, <clears throat> excuse me, type 2 diabetes, which could be an underlying cause of insomnia. Um, you can uh, be dehydrated uh, or you could be too hydrated and you have to get up and go to the bathroom uh, a lot. Um there's also uh, sleep apnea, with which my husband had several years ago, uh, which caused him to be exhausted. And so he uh, went to get a sleep test. And it turns out that he did need a CPAP machine, um, which is such a lovely apparatus. But let me tell you something. He probably, it, it probably saved his life uh, and <clears throat> added more years of life to him. And he sleeps very well now with it and doesn't have, you know, the stressor 
anxiety of waking me up, him being woken up, not getting enough sleep, being exhausted during the day. Um, But medications also can be a part of insomnia, um, like uh, blood pressure medication uh, can affect. There are certain antidepressant medications, and I'm sure a plethora of other drugs that can cause um, you to not be able to sleep or even cause you to be tired in the daytime and awake during the day to where you might have to switch the time you, the times that you change, um, you know, taking medications. Um, there are, um, neurodegenerative disorders like dementia, uh, Alzheimer's that can really throw off a person's rhythm, sleep rhythm, Uh, and pattern and um, their nighttime confusion can further worsen sleep qualities. You have, uh, there are people with ADHD uh, that can make it hard for them to get the sleep that they need. And uh, some with autism um, might have sleeping issues as well. And, And insomnia can also be caused by certain sleep disorders like I was saying before, sleep apnea, um, which a lot of people do have. Uh, there are people that have what what's called um, restless leg syndrome. Um, and certain, um, like uh, uh, dreams, um, nightmares, um, sleepwalking can really um, affect a person with um, insomnia. And believe it or not, the elderly. So, but there are teens that do have insomnia. It's a much lower percentage. Um, No, let me say it's not a much lower percentage. It's a little bit lower of a percentage than adults. And, you know, when you're a teenager, you've got all these biological changes. And and because of that, uh, it can really affect a teen's sleep. I remember when I was younger, there were times when I definitely couldn't sleep, um, a pending test or a guy that I liked or something, you know, that was so huge when I was a, a teenager. Um, but they, teenagers do get lots of stress and they can overschedule themselves and social obligations and also using electronic devices for a long time, which can help to keep them awake. Um, pregnancy can definitely be a part of it as well. So the question is, what are, you know, the ways that you can reduce insomnia? It's, it's different for everyone. I know a lot of people might want to go straight into taking a pill to help sleep, but it could really be, um, a detriment. Um, it, I, I definitely believe in, in a few of the following. A, you have got to get a physical and get your blood taken. There could be physical reasons preventing you from sleeping. Um, I definitely think you should get a sleep study. It's possible that what you think might be insomnia could be a sleep disorder or sleep, sleep apnea or restless leg syndrome. Um, and what they do is they check your, your brain waves and your breathing, your heartbeat, your eye movements, and they can let you know if in fact you do have, uh, some, something uh, like a sleep disorder that could be causing insomnia. Uh, also 
I believe that that and you're not going to like what I'm going to say, but cognitive behavioral therapy is always a plus for many people. Um, being able to figure out what the cause is, but sometimes you don't, sometimes you can't, uh, but they can still teach you like uh, relaxation techniques. And um, there's something called sleep restriction, which is a, a therapy that helps you learn maybe some of the times that you are doing things that you can avoid um, that could potentially be preventing you from sleeping. Um, light therapy, which um, can also help. But I am not huge on things like Ambien and Lunesta and all that other stuff. I do think that there are home remedies that you could definitely try. A, most importantly, again, stick to a certain schedule. Even if it's hard, stay within a one-hour window of going to sleep and a one-hour window of waking up. Definitely check your medications. If you're on medications, make sure that they're not keeping you awake at night because certain medications definitely um, can do that. Uh, definitely avoid naps or limit your naps, you know, to maybe 30 minutes and, and caffeine and alcohol. Uh, you might want to restrict after a certain hours and most importantly, pain. Do not put up with pain. Find a way uh, to deal with that. And like I had mentioned before, um, melatonin and magnesium is, is a plus for me. It might not be for you, but it definitely can help. Um, but make sure that you invest in a really comfortable mattress and a comfortable pillow. Make your bedroom a place of relaxation and quiet and, and maybe have some candles. Um, and most importantly, I keep saying that, get out of bed when you're not sleeping. Get up, take a walk, get a glass of water to drink. You know, just do things that are, are try and do those things first before you you know, you grab a, a, a prescription. So anyway, I hope that that's, that's helped. And I really um, wish you lots of luck on your journey to less insomnia. It took me a while to try and find the best remedy for myself. So be patient, everybody, and enjoy the rest of your week.